You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach, talking Washington Nationals with MLB.com's Nationals beat reporter, Bill Ladson. Bill, uh, it is now official. Um, a season that began with really, really high, not just hopes, but expectations, uh, is going to end uh, for the Nationals on October 4th. I don't... I. I not only disappointing, I think it's really surprising. I don't think anybody either in or outside that clubhouse expected that. And uh, it's, it's as with so many things, if something goes really awry, it's almost never one thing. It's, it's a lot of things. And if only one thing had gone wrong, they'd probably be in. But if you could point to one particular thing that really is what kept the 2015 Nationals out of the postseason, where, where does it start? What's the single biggest thing that went wrong that this club didn't get where it expected to go? Matthew, there was a lot of things, but if I had to start with one, without question, it was the bullpen. Uh, it was it started when they traded Tyler Clippert away. They never replaced him. Casey Jansen was supposed to be the guy to replace him, but he didn't do the job. I mean, I think Casey Jansen will tell you that. He, as you remember, Tyler Clippert threw had a, you know, a blazing fast had a blazing fastball. Casey Jansen kind of threw junk, and he didn't fool anybody. And it's not just him. I mean, the entire bullpen. I mean, once they acquired Johnson Pappelbon, um, things went, you know, went badly. I mean, Drew Storen didn't pitch well. He was so angry, he broke his thumb. Um, and everything just uh, went downhill after that. So, uh, and, and Jonathan Pappelbon was not a uh, good influence either. He was not. And uh, I don't think he'll be back next year either after what happened. And, and this is really the interesting question to me because this team, they spent so much and built so aggressively and really had a club that in every other way was exemplary. I mean, they, they had arguably what looked like maybe the best rotation in the National League and then added to it. They had a, a lineup that, if healthy, and again, look, that's a separate issue, but going into the season, that lineup at every position looked strong, it looked deep, it looked like a lineup that could do a lot of things and beat you in a lot of ways. And yet, they really, there were reasons before the season even started, this isn't hindsight, to wonder about that bullpen. I think we probably talked about Casey Jansen in the offseason. He, he's, he's been a useful pitcher, but... It was hard for me even then to see him as a shut-down eighth-inning guy. They had a bunch of kids who were interesting but unproven. Uh, and, and it's just weird to me that they went all the way kind of to the one-yard line, uh, building the rest of this roster, and then stopped short on the bullpen. I mean, in, in retrospect, I'm, I'm sure they would likely do it differently because they went out and got a closer in July. But... What do you think was the reason for that, that they committed so heavily in every other area and kind of seemingly stopped a little short of committing to the bullpen that would flesh that roster out? Well, again, it goes back to Clippers. They didn't want to pay Clippers, and he was on the last year of his contract. And, uh, you know, there was a feeling that he threw a lot of innings, that his arm was about to fall off. But it didn't. And, uh, you know, they thought that maybe Blake Trinan could be one guy who can help uh, the, the bullpen as well, but he didn't do any any better than uh, Casey Jansen. So, I mean, I think uh, that's where it starts. I mean, here they talk about, they brag about Blake Trinan's 98-mile-an-hour sinker. But, you know, I, I'm telling you, left-handed hitters really hit him hard. So, I mean, there was nothing impressive 
that he did uh, in terms of that 98-mile-an-hour sinker. So, I mean, you got to, you know, I think they thought that their starting pitching would go deep and that you didn't need the bullpen as much. But as it turned out, uh, the starting rotation wasn't as dominant. And uh, the only one who was really dominant, if you think about it, was really uh, Scherzer. And then during the second half, it was uh, Strasburg. And um, that turned out to be it. You mentioned that one way or another, it's likely Jonathan Papelbon is not back next year. And I think that's a fairly understandable thing. Uh, it would be hard to bring him back when uh, when he seems to have some sort of issue with the best player in the National League, uh, who clearly will be here next year. Uh, but it's also going to be awfully hard to have Drew Storen back. I mean, even if they deal Papelbon or even just flat-out release him, whatever, even if, if, if Papelbon's not there, even if the door is open for Drew Storen to come back in the ninth inning, it is awfully hard to envision Drew Storen being back in 2016 as well. So, one, do you think that's true? Do you think the likely thing is that both of those guys are gone by opening day next year? And And part two is the bigger question – where does that leave them? What do they do about building a bullpen if the two guys who went healthier, two of the better relievers in the game, are both out and they've got nothing but the question marks who are pitching in front of them? Well, number one, I think neither one are going to be back. Um, I, I don't see it because uh, they've told Drew Storen in so many ways that we don't believe in you in big games. They've said that many times, so I, I don't see it. I think they'll make a trade. Um, in terms of trying to get a closer, uh, I, you know, they're going to have to either make a trade or develop one. And my guess is at this point there isn't a closer in the minor leagues that can help them right now. Um, they're going to have to make a trade, and in order to do that, they have to give up a lot. And who they have to give up, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, this is just an example if you want to uh, – you know, want a uh, a Rollins Chapman or a or a Kimbrel? You don't have to. You don't have to give up some high highly touted minor league prospect, maybe a couple. So um, who they give up, I don't know. But uh, it's going to be hard for the Nationals to uh, get that closer. They're going to have to develop one for sure. It's it's pretty remarkable when you look at it. You look at how how much talent there is here, uh, and how high the expectations are. But then you also look at they essentially have to rebuild a bullpen. They are probably looking for, excuse me, at least two starting pitchers, maybe only one if they decide to go in house with a couple of guys. But certainly losing two guys who have been key contributors in the rotation, uh, and and losing uh, at least one really key guy from the well, excuse me two up-the-middle pieces of the everyday lineup. I mean, there's a massive overhaul to be done to this roster. Uh, center field, shortstop, at least one starting pitcher in the entire bullpen. How do they kind of order those priorities as they start looking at building the 2016 Nationals? Well, Matthew, I really believe Michael Taylor is going to be the guy in center field. There's no question about that. Um, I also believe that uh, Trey Turner is going to be the shortstop. You know, he's off to a good start every time he gets a chance to play. Um, He's the real deal, I think. Um, Now, getting um, that second baseman, uh, they're going to have to get, again, uh, they're going to have to make a deal. How they make that deal, I don't know. And they also need a catcher. So, um, you know, I've said this before. I mean, Matt Wieters is out there. 
So, I mean, um, they're not happy with Wilson Ramos. They will not say it publicly. They keep talking about how he's been healthy all year and all that stuff. But I'm telling you, they are not happy with his skills behind the plate. So, um, it's, it's, it, I mean, they really have to go back to the drawing board and rebuild this team. And, um, I think this time, instead of relying on mostly the farm system, which they will, I mean, they're relying on Taylor and Turner, they're going to have to make a trade or sign a free agent. So, again, where, where do they start? I mean, what, what is at the top of that shopping list? Bullpen, rotation, catcher, second base. Uh, somebody's got to lead off for this team. I guess it could be Anthony Rendon or Jason Worth, but, but somebody's got to lead off, and I don't know if there's an obvious candidate. When, when they look at all of those pieces and all of those questions that they have to answer, uh, what, what kind of bubbles to the top? Oh, no question. It's the bullpen. They, don't, they have nobody. They don't have a bullpen right now. And uh, how they – I mean, right now they have to go by like a closer by committee the rest of the way. So, I mean, h- how you do that, you have, you have to make trades because there's nothing in the minor leagues to tell them, hey, we don't have anything. So you, you have to say the bullpen because uh, you don't know these starters can go deep. Um, like they didn't do this year, so you just don't know. So that's that's got to be the top priority. And uh, and with the catcher, you know they they get along with Boris so well. He represents Matt Weeders, so it wouldn't surprise me if um, they made a deal there. If that if that happens, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it wouldn't surprise me if it did. All right. Well, the Ladson's going to be an absolutely fascinating offseason for the Nationals. They might be the most interesting team in baseball to watch this winter. Uh, thanks for uh, taking the time to chat, and thanks, everybody, for listening. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.